Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. Shalom. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 8th of November and the 24th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha, our portion from the Torah, is called Chayei Sarah, which means Sarah's life. And we're going to start today by reading Genesis 24, verses 27 through 52. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Avraham, who has not forsaken his loyalty and his truth toward my master. As for me, the Lord has guided me in the way to the house of my master's brothers. Then the young woman ran and told her mother's house these things. Now Rivka had a brother, and his name was Lavan. And Lavan ran outside to the man at the spring. As soon as he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rivka, his sister, saying, Thus the man said to me, he went to the man. There he was, standing by the camels at the spring. So he said, Come in, blessed of the Lord. Why are you standing outside when I have tidied up the house and there is room for the camels? So the man came to the house and he unloaded the camels. Straw and feed were given to the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was placed before him to eat, but he said, I won't eat until I've stated my business. So he said, Speak. I am Avraham's servant, he said. The Lord has blessed my master very much, so that he has become great, and he has given to him flocks of sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male slaves and female slaves, camels and donkeys. Now Sarah, my master's wife, 
gave birth to a son for my master after she was old, and he gave him everything he owns. Then my master made me take an oath, saying, You must not take a wife for my son from among the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I am dwelling. Instead, you must go to my father's house and to my family and take a wife for my son. But I said to my master, Suppose the woman won't come back with me? So he said to me, The Lord before whom I've walked continually will send his angel with you, and he will make your way successful, and you will take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's household. Then you'll be free from my oath. If you come to my family, and if they, they don't give her to you, then you will be free from my oath. So I came today to the spring, and I said, Lord, the God of Avraham, my master, if you are really going to make my way upon which I am walking successful, look, I'm standing by the spring of water. So let it be that the unmarried girl who is going out to draw water, to whom I'll say, Please give me a little water to drink from your jug. And she'll say to me, You drink, and also I'll draw water for your camels. Let her be the woman whom the Lord appoints for my master's son. I had not yet finished speaking to my heart, and behold, there was Livka going out. Her jug was on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. So I said to her, Please give me a drink. And she quickly lowered her jug off of her and said, Drink, and I'll also water your camels. So I drank, and she also watered the camels. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Betuel, Nahol's son, whom Milka bore to him. Then I placed the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. I bowed down and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Avraham, who guided me on the true way to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you're really going to show loyalty and truth to my master, tell me. But if not, tell me, and I'll turn to the right or to the left. Then Lavan and Betuel answered, and they said, The matter proceeds from the Lord. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Rivka is before you. Take her and go, and let her become a wife for our master's son, just as the Lord has spoken. Now when Avraham's servant heard their words, he bowed down to the ground to the Lord. That was Genesis 24, 27 through 52. And now our portion today from the prophets is Judges chapter 6. Then B'nai Israel did what was evil in the Lord's eyes. So the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian for seven years. Midian maintained an upper hand over Israel. And because of Midian, Bnei Israel made themselves hideouts in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. 
Whenever Israel had done their sowing, the Midianites, Amalekites, and people from the east would come up and raid them. They would set up camp by them, destroy the produce of the land as far as Gaza, and leave nothing in Israel to live on, not a sheep, ox, or donkey, for they would come up with their cattle and their tents, invade like a multitude of locusts. Both they and their camels were innumerable, and they would come to the land to ruin it. So Israel was brought very low because of Midian, and Bnei Israel cried out to the Lord. Now it came about, when Bnei Israel cried out to the Lord because of Midian, that the Lord sent a prophet to Bnei Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, God of Israel, It was I who brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage. Then I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all your oppressors and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. Then I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You are not to fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are dwelling, but you have not obeyed my voice. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth that was at Ophrah, that belonged to Yoash, the Aviazrite, while his son Gidon was speeding out wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. But Gidon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this befallen us? So where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about, saying, Didn't the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of of Midian. Then the Lord turned toward him and said, Go in this might of yours, and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have not I sent you? Then he said to him, Me, my Lord, with what would I deliver Israel? Look, my family is the poorest in Menasheh, and I am the least in my father's house. But the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you will strike down Midian as if it were one man. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your eyes, then please show me a sign that it is really you talking with me. Please don't leave from here until I come to you and bring out my offering and lay it before you. So he said, I will stay until you come back. Then Gidon went in and prepared a kid and matzot from an ephah flour. He put the meat in a basket and put the broth in a pot and brought them out to him under the terebinth and presented them. Then the angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the matzah and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. So he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the matzah. Fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the matzah. 
Then the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. When Gidon realized that he was the angel of the Lord, Gidon said, Alas, my Lord, the Lord, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Shalom to you, fear not, you will not die. So Gidon built an altar there to the Lord and called it the Lord Shalom. To this day it is yet in Ophrah of the Avias rites. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, Take the young bull that belongs to your father and a second bull of seven years old. Pull down the altar of Baal that belongs to your father and cut down the Asherah that is beside it. Build an altar to the Lord your God on the top of this stronghold in an orderly manner and take the second bull and offer a burnt offering with the wood of the Asherah pole that you will cut down. So Gidon took ten of his male servants and did as the Lord had spoken to him. But since he was too afraid of his father's household and the townspeople to do it by day, he did it at night. Now when the townspeople arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was broken down, the Asherah pole that was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offered up on the altar that was built. So they said to one another, Who did this thing? And when they inquired and asked around, they said, Gidon, son of Yoash, did this thing. Then the townspeople said to Yoash, Bring out your son that he may die, because he has broken down the altar of Baal, and even cut down the Asherah pole that was beside it. But Yoash said to all the people who stood against him, So you are going to defend Baal? You're going to rescue him? Whoever defends him will be put to death in the morning. If he is a god, let him defend himself, since someone has broken down his altar. So on that day he was called Yeruval, saying, Let Baal contend with him, since he broke down his altar. Now all the Midianites, the Amalekites, and the people of the east gathered together, crossed over, and camped in the valley of Israel. But the Ruach of the Lord clothed Gidon, and he blew the shofar, and Aviezel rallied behind him. Then he sent messengers throughout Menashe, and they also rallied behind him. Then he sent messengers to Asher, Zvulun, and Naphtali, and they came up to join them. Then Gidon said to God, If you are going to deliver Israel by my hand, as you have spoken, see, I am putting a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew only on the fleece, and all the ground is dry, then I will know that you will deliver Israel by my hand, as you have spoken. And it was so. When he rose up early the next day, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out dew out of the fleece, a bowlful of water. Then Gidon said to God, Let not your anger burn against me if I speak once more. Let me please test once more with the fleece. 
let it now be dry only on the fleece, but let there be dew all over the ground. God did so that night, since it was dry only on the fleece, and there was dew over all the ground. That was Judges chapter 6. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 29. A Psalm of David. Ascribe to the Lord, O sons of God. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bow down to the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord shatters cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, Sirion like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord hews out flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer writhe in birth and strips forests bare. And in his temple all are saying, Glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with shalom. That was Psalm 29. And now our final portion from today is from the Apostles, and it is Matthew 23. Then Yeshua spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The Torah scholars and Purushim sit on the seat of Moshe, so whatever they tell you, do and observe. But don't do what they do, for what they say they do not do. They tie up heavy loads hard to carry and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves aren't willing to lift a finger to move them. All their works they do to be noticed by men. They make their tefillin wide and their tzitziot long. They love the place of honor at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called rabbi by men. But you are not to be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, and you are all brothers. And call no man on earth your father, for one is your father who is in heaven. Nor are you to be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Messiah. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. But woe to you, Torah scholars and poshim, hypocrites, for you shut people out of the kingdom of heaven. For you do not enter yourselves, nor do you let those who enter, enter who are trying to go in. Woe to you, Torah scholars and poshim, hypocrites, for you travel over land and sea to make one convert, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of Gehenna as yourself. 
Woe to you, blind guides! You say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. O fools and blind ones, which is greater, the gold or the temple that made the gold holy? And you say, Whoever swears by the altar, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the offering on it, he is obligated. O blind ones, which is greater, the offering or the altar that makes the offering holy? Therefore, whoever swears by the altar, swears both by the altar and everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple, swears both by the temple and by him who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven, swears both by the throne of God and by him who sits in it. Woe to you, Torah scholars and Purushim! You tithe mint and dill and cumin, yet you have neglected the weightier matters of the Torah, justice and mercy and faithfulness. It is necessary to do these things without neglecting the others. O oh, blind guides, straining out a gnat while swallowing a camel. Woe to you, Torah scholars and Poshim, hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and uncontrolled desire. O oh, blind Poshi, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, so that the outside may become clean as well. Woe to you, Torah scholars and Poshim, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, you appear righteous to men on the outside, but are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, Torah scholars and Poshim, hypocrites! You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the monuments of the tzaddikim, and yet you say, If we'd been alive in the days of our forefathers, we wouldn't have been partners with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of your fathers. O oh, snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape the condemnation of Gehenna? Because of this, behold, I'm sending you prophets and wise men and Torah scholars. Some of them you will kill and execute at the stake, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. And so, upon you shall come all the righteous blood shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Hevel to the blood of Zechariah the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Amen, I tell you. All these things will come upon this generation. O Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim who kills the prophets and stones those sent to her, how often I longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. 
For I tell you, you will never see me again until you say, Baruch haba b'shem Hashem. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That was Matthew 23, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice, however, this year's cycle, you'll be reading Romans 7 today also. I want to just wish you all a blessed day, and I pray that the Word of God will be a strengthening to you and give you wisdom to navigate all the things that you are standing in at this season of your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom and blessings from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.